Hey everyone, check out all the great deals on Amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the Amazon banner. By doing so, you're helping out the D2R Podcast Network. Don't forget to tell a friend and thanks for listening. Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. Today, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about Tommy Robinson. Ooh, yeah. No, not Tommy Davidson. Tommy Robinson. You know who Tommy Robinson is, Dave? Craig Robinson's brother? No. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe, but no. Um, Tommy Robinson. Let's see. Play for the Mets? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's... Uh, Leading the league. Okay, cool. Here, I just want to Google Tommy Robinson and see what see what Google, what kind of bullshit they're going to say. What about does Goggle have to say about him? Oh, he's a white dude. Oh yeah, you what well, you thought he was? Oh, he's a New Zealand gunman and a coward and a monster. According to Daily Mail, five hours ago, yes. Um, hang on, don't just start reading a bunch of shit. Well, don't fucking put it in front of me then. Okay. Oh, wow. He's got a different name. Yeah. That's his real name, I guess. So, he is... Okay, this is what... I'm just curious what the opposition says about him. Let's go with this. I think... Because I, I want to give you what they say yeah. he did. And, and then we're going to get into the real... Real, uh, yeah, so give me the fake news first, then the real news. All right, so according to BBC.com, which is perfect for what we want, 
Who is Tommy Robinson and why is he in jail? Now, he's not currently at this very moment in jail, although maybe he is by the time people hear this. This was from uh, November 29, 2018. Okay. Tommy Robinson has been jailed for 13 months after breaking contempt of court laws for streaming a Facebook Live outside Leeds Court. Leeds is place in uh, England yeah. there. Okay. Since his imprisonment, there have been mass protests to f- hashtag free Tommy, claiming he's a victim of censorship. We explain who he is, why he has been sent to jail, and why his imprisonment is more about the right to a fair trial than freedom of speech. That's what this thing says here. Um, it kind of looks like, like Sean a Penn. fucking little article. It looks like Sean Penn. I think you have to watch the video to see. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's see what this. how long is this video. Oh, 13 days. That's a really long video. A lot of ads, too, I'm guessing. Oh. 13 days worth. Yeah, that's, that's why I have the sound off, because we're not giving this company free advertisement. But the ad's almost done here. Yeah. And then we'll see how long this video is. I hope it's like no more than five minutes. Yeah. We can let them explain It'd their bullshit, nice. and then we'll get into... That's Tommy Robinson. You might have seen him here or more recently online. In late May, Robinson was arrested outside Leeds Court. That very same day, he was sent to jail. He's now looking at 13 months behind bars. Since then, there's been organised protests across the country in London, Manchester, Leeds. People in their thousands are marching for Robinson's release. With some protests turning violent. Many believe his arrest and imprisonment is unfair or illegal. So, is it? Well, let's take it back a sec. Who exactly is Tommy Robinson? Or Stephen Gaxley Lennon? That's his real name. So, why the name swap? When Stephen Lennon was setting up an organisation called the English Defence League, he took that name as a tribute to a man he used to revere in his own town. In 2009, Tommy Robinson set up the English Defence League, or better known as the EDL. There is no problem with West Indian youth. There is no problem with Sikh youth. The problem is with Islamic Islamic integration. Now, the EDL was a counter-organisation to what they saw as the threat posed by Islamist extremism in their hometown. And it grew very, very rapidly across the UK, setting up branches and often attracting thousands to its marches. He left in October 2013, saying that he'd suddenly become concerned about the threat of far-right violence in the UK. Instead of being part of the solution, it may become part of the problem, which is not what I've wanted. By removing him from the EDL, the organisation began to collapse. Four years later, in 2017, in Tommy Robinson's outside Canterbury Court, filming an ongoing trial where four men were convicted of gang-raping a drunken 16-year-old girl. Robinson live-streamed the defendants walking into court. He also spoke about the case and filmed inside the court's entrance. Because of this video, he was given a three-month jail sentence. It was suspended for 18 months as long as he didn't commit any more offences. Fast forward a year, and now Tommy Robinson is outside a trial in Leeds, and this time he appears to do the same thing again. This is the verdict, so the trial's ended, the jury are making their mind This time he was arrested and he was immediately jailed for 13 months in relation to the original crime back at Canterbury. Of course, a breach of peace. I'm being arrested. The supporters say it's an issue of free speech. And we are here to tell the world, and the UK government in particular, free 
Tommy Robinson. No one's muzzling Tommy Robinson. This is about protecting someone's right to a fair trial. So, ultimately, he's in prison because of contempt of court laws. And, yeah, it's complicated, so here's an expert to break it down. Uh, if a person is standing trial and they are accused of a very serious criminal offence, if you were allowed or anyone was allowed to publish anything about this person online, whether true or not, and we're obviously all very familiar with the idea of fake news, that said that they were guilty or that they had a history of doing exactly the same to ten different people, um, that would be highly prejudicial to their rights to a fair trial. So it's necessary to stop people publishing that material, whether true or false, uh, until the trial is over. So this is why Tommy's been jailed, because he live-streamed the defendants entering court and spoke about the defendants during the ongoing trial. His actions could close down the entire case. That's more time and more money to reach a verdict. Got it? Yep. So, <clears throat> what are your thoughts on that? Just like, just that little bit right there. Well, I think it's bullshit because, I mean, granted, I'm, I have never actually served on jury duty, but everything that I've seen in movies and whatnot, they sequester them so they can't see news, TV, and all that shit. And I'm pretty fucking sure they're not going to be on Facebook in the hotel room after trial, like, waiting for the next day's trial. So, this whole thing is bullshit. Yeah. Fucking right to fair trial? Dude, he's already on fucking trial, well, regardless of what The thing I, he was filming was the trial was over. They were yeah. to the point where they were going to determine the... The verdict. The yeah, verdict. The, the jury was sitting down. So, so what the fuck is the are problem? Are you in the, in the, coming up with your verdict in, in the in the room where the jury's discussing and hanging, hang on a second, this guy's live streaming. i got to watch, you know, like yeah, it's going to yeah. fucking change your mind. You've already made your mind up probably. Right, right. You know what I mean? I don't know how it works over, over there in court. Maybe their court's a little different where they... They automatically, while you're sitting there determining after you've watched or heard everything from a case, while you're sitting there, uh, they put the whole internet and the entire world on the fucking walls, and, and yeah. so it's all just right there so you can just see it. And while you guys are talking, you know, go ahead and scroll through Facebook and get your notifications. Yeah. Like, well, if that's the case, then you guys are doing it wrong to begin with. Yeah, you're fucked up in the head. Okay, so basically, here's a, so that kind of sets it up. So he's basically, he doesn't like that the, these extreme Islamists are taking over England, mm -hmm. and um, he's he's a big uh, opponent of um, these uh, these Islamists, these Muslims that are uh, taking children into like sex slavery or whatever. And he's like he's exposed it all and all this. Well. Uh, you can call it a conspiracy or whatever you want, but the, the government over there's, you know, you, you can get into the whole how the, the queen and all the royal family, how they, you know, we've kind of talked about it in the past, how they like, they have these human hunting parties and mm -hmm. shit like that. Like, mm -hmm. they're clearly, to some extent, somewhere along the line, they're in, involved in human trafficking and human sacrifice and all this shit. Right. It's, this whole thing, it, it's, in, it's evolved in this country too, you know, the Cliftons and all this, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, there's all this, it all boils back down to human trafficking and sacrifice and all this shit. So he's against all this. He's... Gee, why would he do that? What a dick. Yeah, how dare anybody be against something like yeah, that? Yeah, God. Uh, he's probably against late-term abortion too. Yeah, what a fucking Viral. dick. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he, he deserves to be in jail. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, you know, you know, there's somebody out there that doesn't pick up on the sarcasm that they're like, I'm so confused right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was being sarcastic for you that aren't understanding that. So, What's yeah. sarcasm? He's probably being sarcastic when he says I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah you have that guy. <laughs> if, if that guy exists, please just stop listening. Yeah. <laughs> You're an idiot. Anyways, so all that being said, Tommy's against all this shit and he's kind of like, England's Alex Jones, not really, but a thorn in the side of uh, the control powers right. that are over there that are trying to just, just shut the fuck up, Tommy, go the fuck away, and he won't. Right. He's like a, that turd that won't flush so that they can do their illegal shit. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, he's to that point now, that he's, he's been in jail twice. You know, you mm-hmm. just kind of heard that. Right. Second time was for violating a, you know, whatever. And he's out, and they're basically trying to set him up to get rid of him altogether. Like, um, so they can throw him in jail again. Because it's like a three strikes, you're out type situation. So, that brings us to here. Now, we're going to go through headlines to kind of give you a, uh, uh, what would you call it? a timeline, a bullet point timeline of headlines yeah. of of this. Now, there's no dates on these, but it'll get us right up to where we're at today. And then we're going to play, he made a documentary. Basically, that's what we're getting to, is he made a documentary with undercover footage of people in, you, in uh, the United Kingdom, the government over there, the parliament. Mm-hmm. MI6, the police and all this, undercover video of them discussing how they're going to set him up. Well, that's pretty crazy. That's fucked up. So basically, like, the next step for him is they're going to kill him. Okay. Yeah. So here, here's, the, but before we get to that documentary, because it's been banned everywhere except InfoWars, where we'll play the documentary from. So let's go back to the, like, this first. Headline, it says, emergency, Tommy Robinson transferred from to Muslim prison facing certain death. Yeah, okay. Read the caption underneath it. M- Muslim inmates already chanting death threats against Robinson. Okay. So that's the first headline on this thing. So the next one up is, uh, blood on your hands, Tommy Robinson sentence sparks global outrage. Patriots warn UK government responsible if Robinson attacked. Uh, the next one, Tommy Robinson treatment is an act of war against the UK. Free speech is dead in Britain. Uh, the next one, report, order to send Tommy Robinson to heavily Muslim-populated prison came from the top. Activist safety in danger as a result of high-risk status being removed from his file. Okay. Um, the next one, Tommy Robinson fears for his life after being moved to heavily Muslim-populated prison. Some claim move represents a de facto death sentence. So these are kind of all basically covering yeah. the same yeah. particular topic. Uh, breaking, Tommy Robinson now in solitary confinement. Um, next one, Tommy Robinson update from Kalen Robertson, Kalen, how do you, Kalen, Kalen maybe, Kalen, political prisoner, Robinson happy to have global support. Uh, next one, Trump ambassador pressures UK to release Tommy Robinson. President uh, may weigh in on Robinson's jailing himself, he says. Uh, orange man bad, (laughs) orange man bad. Bad man, bad man. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> you literally sound like everybody that's anti-Trump right now. I know. Uh, 
Free Tommy Robinson rally at London Parliament. UK pushing back against wrongful imprisonment of activists. Uh, Tommy Robinson to remain in prison during appeal decision. Judges mull Tommy's appeal against 13 month prison. He didn't serve the 13 months. I don't think he, maybe he served like nine or something like mm-hmm. that. Tommy Robinson lawyer. Judge didn't view evidence. Islamists threatened acid attacks on his wife. Jesus. Proceedings were unnecessarily and unjustifiably rushed, conducted in haste, he says. Uh, the next one, former EDL leader Tommy Robinson freed as judges quash contempt ruling. Supporters in the packed courtroom broke into a round of applause as Lord Burnett announced the decision. Um, the next one, they tried to mentally destroy me. Tommy Robinson speaks up after release. That wasn't a prison sentence. That was a mental torture. Or that was mental torture. Um, t- uh, next one, Tommy Robinson speaks out. I was starved, tortured, feces thrown on me in prison, locked in solitary confinement, 23 and a half hours a day in Muslim-dominant prison. Okay, the next one, Tommy Robinson banned from Instagram. The social media giant Instagram has now joined in the censorship of conservatives and anyone considered right of center. The next one, Tommy Robinson destroys Daily Mail journalist. Tommy Robinson points a camera in the face of a reporter who followed him to Spain where he is on holiday with his family. So now you have journalists stalking people. Yeah. Uh, breaking, Tommy Robinson sent back to prison. Establishment determined to silence Robinson's voice. Senior prison officer suspended for supporting Tommy Robinson has been sacked and reported to police Scotland. Tommy McAlpine, 30, was suspended earlier this year after he voiced support for recently freed right-wing activist Tommy Robinson in a Facebook post. Um, The next one, world exclusive, Tommy Robinson, I expect to be sent back to prison, ready to die for the truth. Former political prisoner, ready to do it all again. Um, Next one, Gamma McInnes, Tommy Robinson is on another level facing certain death. Uh, UK is rapidly falling apart. Next one. Powerful. 1,500 Tommy Robinson supporters outside London Courthouse. Like a scene from a movie, the crowd goes wild when Robinson is seen through a window. Um, Tommy Robinson's last interview before prison. Watch this groundbreaking exclusive interview. Um... Teenage Tommy Robinson supporter told to get out of class for having wrong political views. Get out. We don't want people with your views. That was a quote. Wow. Um, next one. UK student bullied from college over Tommy Robinson support. Student says she was forced out of classroom, so that's another. Same thing, yeah. Uh, journalist. I overheard bias reporters talk about Tommy Robinson as a columnist. Bias doesn't phase me. Bias masquerading as journalism does. Uh, next one, Tommy Robinson banned from PayPal. They just don't like my opinion and want to silence me. Perhaps soon they'll start branding those deemed unruly beast with an... I mark? I mark, is that what that is? Yeah. Um, so, now, just a sidebar from that. Alex Jones has been banned off PayPal. Uh, that Laura Loomer, she, she used to work for Project mm-hmm. Veritas, been banned off PayPal. Uh, basically... PayPal's a form of banking. Yep. Okay. You can't take people's money for just having a different opinion as you. Right. Well, they're doing it. It's fucked up. Um, Tommy Robinson's one of them. All right, next one. Breaking. Tommy Robinson organizing mass rally against Brexit betrayal. Tommy Robinson has announced that he is organizing a mass rally against Theresa May's betrayal of Brexit. Uh, Farage quits UKIP over ties to Tommy Robinson. Find out why in this video. We're not going to watch that. Tommy Robinson hints at Parliament run. Working class hero could galvanize Brexit movement. Uh, 
Um, so now we're getting close to where we're at right now. Tommy Robinson documentary, hashtag panodrama. The documentary is panodrama. Being blocked everywhere. Free speech in crosshairs as globalist corporations move to silence independent voices. Uh, next one. Wired UK cheers Facebook banning Tommy Robinson. Here's who it should ban next. This is the absolute state of the fake news media. Uh, next one. Labor Deputy Leader Tom Watson demands Google ban Tommy Robinson from YouTube. This guy is a real piece of work. <laughs> um, watch live. Next British Prime Minister demands Google remove Tommy Robinson. UK activist continues being targeted, harassed by establishment. Uh, next one. Breaking Tommy Robinson's home surrounded by Antifa. Oh, and the Antifa over there is way worse than the Antifa here. Oh, wow. Now, you've seen videos of Antifa here, mm-hmm. but they're, like, way worse. They're, like, more like those... Um, more violent? Oh, yeah. Like, way more violent. Um, so, that's pretty fucking scary. Globalists making their move on one of Britain's most influential activists. Tommy Robinson to face contempt of court proceedings. Could be sent back to jail if he is again found in contempt. And the most recent... Tommy Robinson, I'm going to stand for Parliament. I won't lie and I won't hold back. And that's where we are right now. But that documentary that's banned everywhere, yeah, like you can't just go to fucking YouTube and find it. You can't just find it out there. You pretty much have to go to InfoWars. It's the only place that you can watch it. see it. And that's what we're going to watch. We're going to watch him. Oh, yeah, they don't want it out there because it proves he's innocent. Pretty much. Well, it proves they're trying to set him up. That too. So, um, we'll watch. I think there's also like the interview he did with um, Alex Jones on here, but we'll watch the that first and see. Um, come on. Was it that one or was it the one down here? Uh, I don't know. Let's see here. Tommy Robinson has been banned on Facebook and Instagram for hate speech, but the timing appears convenient since his recently released documentary exposed a plot by the BBC to commit a false flag to blame on Robinson. That was probably that last one, then. Alex exposes the fascist tactics being used by the left. I think that's it right there. So, hang on. what? How long is this? This might be a setup for the movie. A movie. From Instagram and Facebook is, and we'll watch this, then we'll watch the movie. The okay. film, the first salvo in two others that are about to come out that are going to premiere here, where they're on tape saying we're going to frame him for sex crimes and saying let's stage stuff that he supposedly did to you. And then we're going to say that the video is from him. I mean, you're talking the BBC working with Hope Not Hate that's publicly uh, a subsidiary of Soros, the equivalent of Media Matters here, engaged in hardcore criminal activity. Now, the video has been pulled off of Instagram and Facebook. We're at a million and a half views. It has 170-something thousand views on YouTube. It will get taken down. Why is it shot? I don't know. It's pissing me off. InfoWars. Tomorrow's news. Today. I told you last week on Friday that the FBI wasn't just investigating. 
It only does this, Dave, when we're here recording a podcast. Yeah, I know. Like, I couldn't sit here a second you walk out of the studio, and it will fucking work magnificently. But when we're here trying to do something... Jesse Smollett for wire fraud. All right. Sp- I'm over it. That's pissing me off. Fraudulent letter. Can I pause the fucking video? No, Jesus, goddamn around. Christ. I told you that... No, I told you, Alex. You stop right now. <laughs> Hang on a second. It's got a FSG GGC seven seven fatal error. Yeah, well, it pisses me off. So we're not going to watch Alex Jones thing. We're just going to try and watch this fucking video. All right. Anyways, Alex talks to Tommy Robinson, and I kind of explain more what's happening. Uh, but I guess because the internet's so fucking retarded. God forbid we do anything uh, to set it up other than what we just did. Let's watch the vi- the movie and watch how fucking shitty the internet will be for that. Right. It literally feels like they fucking do something to the internet when we're trying to do this. Because it doesn't fucking happen any other time. Right. It's annoying as all get out. So, here's Panodrama, an expose of the fake news. BBC. Let's hope it plays properly. Today, we exposed the BBC with thousands of people outside their offices in Manchester. The British public do not trust you anymore. So far, so good. Oh, you had to say something. <laughs> yeah. Black screen. Michael, you're going to explain what's going to happen next, right? Being arrested. I am being arrested. I've caused a breach of peace. I'm, I've, caused a, I'm, I've caused a breach of peace. I'm being arrested. The content of what I'm streaming, I'm being arrested for breach of the peace. I'm being arrested for breach of the peace. You've all watched this. You've all watched this. You've all watched this. You've all watched this. Can you get me a slitter? Can you get me a slitter? Can you just turn up your light feet? Can you get me a slitter? Yeah, solicitor. Like an attorney or something? I don't know. Since my activism started over a decade ago, the establishment, the police and the media have all been trying to take me down. The whole world saw me wrongfully imprisoned last year, two and a half months on solitary confinement. What was the response by the media to that unlawful detention? They justified it. They lied to you. All of them reported that I pled guilty. None of them got the transcripts from the court. None of them reported the truth. We have a corrupt media. When I went to prison and 600,000 people signed a petition for my release, 30,000 people marched here demanding my release. When I come out of prison, I was completely unaware of the lengths that they were going to to take me down. My PayPal was removed. 
That removes my ability to hire a team and work and bring you the other side of the story. My website was closed down, but I was completely unaware that Panorama, the world's leading investigative journalist documentary, were working on a program about me with the working title, Tommy Takedown. This was their final punch. They were about to discredit me to the nation, to you, the public. And I will prove that that documentary is not impartial, that it's scripted, that they invent things, that they lie, that they clip, that they edit. What you will witness in this documentary will prove to you this isn't about Tommy Robinson. This is about all the people that have been lied to, all the people who have been mislabeled, despite all their efforts to silence me. It became very apparent that something far more sinister was going on. With the collusion between the establishment, Panorama, and a far-left extremist organisation called Hope Not Hate, you're going to hear about the tactics they use to get the narrative they want. In this documentary, you're going to hear a lot about Hope Not Hate. It's important you understand who they are. Hope Not Hate is a so-called anti-fascist organisation who formed in 2004. They formed from a group and a magazine called Searchlight. Nick Lowell, who now leads Hope Not Hate, was a lead member of Searchlight. In 1984, Searchlight worked alongside Panorama to fraudulently edit footage which they were prosecuted or taken to court and sued for. They paid a million pound damages to conservative MPs who they wrongfully edited footage to link them with far-right extremist groups. Hope Not Hate brand themselves as an anti-fascist organisation. They're there to tackle fascism. In reality, they label, slander and attack anyone who speaks out against open borders or against Islam. The worrying thing is they have a lot of influence. For example, all media outlets across the UK, across the world, take what they say is credible and they work hand in hand with them. From CNN, The Guardian, Huffington Post, The Independent, Sky News, Newsnight, Panorama, The Metro, The Sunday Times. They even advise the UN. They advise counter-terrorism. In their advice to the UN, they say that our day for freedom demonstration that many of you would have watched was a far-right extremist rally. That's fake news being given as credible information and taken as expert info by the UN. Our day for freedom demonstration had homosexual speakers, drag artists, black speakers, Asian speakers. There was nothing far right against it. It was a liberal demonstration demanding free speech. So what happens is when someone gets censored on, on Twitter for some kind of uh, for, for hate speech or for ex incitement to violence or engaging in some kind of terrorist communication, they get their account taken down, they tend to come back, and that actually leads to a sort of uh, an increased level of, uh, of sense of participation and integration into these networks. So I do a lot of work looking into right-wing extremism in the United Kingdom and the United States. And one of the things that we've seen there is actually an entire mobilization of right-wing extremist activity around the concept of the freedom of speech being taken away from people. So just a few weeks ago in London, there was a march attended by a few thousand people that was called Day for Freedom, and that was entirely sort of centered around this issue of, uh, of free speech and the sense that the, for, in the kind of parlance of the extreme right, the liberal establishment was trying to silence uh, uh, extreme right, or, or sorry, legitimate conservative voices. Just last year, Hope Not Hate were identified in a Swedish military report on left-wing extremist violence. It has been proven 
that hope not hate exaggerated hate crime figures by 3,000%. Nothing they said after that point should ever have been taken as credible, let alone taken by journalists without checking anything and spread around the world to demonise and slander people and organisations. They play a key role in pressurising social media giants, whether it be with petitions or requests from MPs that they're working alongside with, to say who's promoting hate. Not who's promoting hate that would breach laws in this country, but who needs silencing with their opinion. They're now teaching your children in schools about fascism. If we take a quote from their original spin doctor, Dan Hodges, from his quote, you'll understand the tactics they use in this documentary. It was a no-holds-barred, bare-knuckle PR. We used every dirty, underhand, low-down, unscrupulous trick in the book. These are quotes from their spin doctor, Joe Mulhell, who is a lead researcher for Hope Not Hate. He brags about days out with their BBC political reporters. Their relationship works hand in hand with the corrupt mainstream media. They do the reports, the media then use their ammunition and their labelling to attack people and organisations, to demonise them and slander them. In 2015, Joe Mulhell used the hashtag Antifa on several occasions. The reason why this is so relevant is when you understand who Antifa are. Antifa are an organisation that leading members of the American government have called to be prescribed as a terrorist organisation. They balaclava up, they mask up and they violently attack people who they're told to attack and organisations which are highlighted to them by groups and organisations like Hope Not Hate. They find out who you are, they contact your work, anyone who steps above the parapet. Hope Not Hate's goal is to silence them and stop them. This is about stopping free speech. This is about having people too scared to speak. We'll speak with one gentleman now whose life has been completely changed due to him voicing his opinions. He broke no law, committed no crime. But wait till you hear what Hope Not Hate done to him. This time last year, like I said, I was working full-time, happy, and because of some things I was doing outside of work, where I was sort of expressing my political opinions and so on, uh, I ended up drawing their fire uh, and they wrote a report and called it in to the employer. So it was a kind of deliberate attempt to... It wasn't just to dox me, because I, I hadn't hidden my name. I didn't think I was doing anything wrong. I was just expressing an opinion. Uh, but it was an attempt to deliberately get me fired. Where was you working? I was working at Standard Chartered Bank in Moorgate. Doing what? Uh, I was an associate, so I'd been there from a grad. I went to Bristol University and then went into the bank straight afterwards. So I'd been there for about just around 18 months at this point. So a good career? Yeah, it was going well. Internally, there'd been no issues. When, you say, you, when you say you got involved, you was giving your political opinions yep. with regards to? Uh, obviously, the controversial stuff, so immigration, uh, Islam, these kind of issues, but not, not in an extreme way, nothing you wouldn't happily say to anyone. Just so we can get clear, we're not talking about committing a crime, we're just talking about speaking openly about immigration and Islam. Yeah, and no, no one had a problem with it. That, that's the whole point that kind of strikes me about it. So it's it. not like anyone made a complaint, no, nothing's happened, so what, what, what did Hope Not Hate do? So Hope Not Hate, one of their, I can't remember which, but a team of their researchers wrote a small report. They were calling up multiple offices uh, at the bank, uh, and they were also focusing, because obviously we have a very big presence in the Middle East, so they were focusing on officers there to call them and just basically say, you've got this guy working for you, he's an Islamophobe, he's a racist, blah, 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 all of which obviously isn't true. I remember I was just sitting at my desk, and I get called in by the MD and he sort of says, are you, you know, have you been saying this? And I say, yeah, yeah, no, I have. I 
a serious problem. The same guys were going to a lot of journalists trying to flog this report as well to make a big story out of it. Eventually, in around the summer of last year, you get this article. It's very vicious and it's obviously largely lifted from the report that came out a few weeks earlier, you know, using slurs, using kind of nonsense labels, calling us Nazis, all that kind of thing. Calling you Nazis with any evidence? Was there no any evidence, evidence anything whatsoever you've said? at all. It was made up with a very clear intention of making me lose my job. And it, it's a common tactic. And you did lose your job? Yeah, I was suspended and then on, once the coverage happened, they obviously, whilst previously, like internally, the bank, I think, had kind of thought, well, maybe this is, is just an attack piece. Once there was coverage, obviously, it's their reputation on the line. So then, pretty much immediately, I was fired. I have, I have so worked... So just, just, just so that the public understand this, you committed no crime, no you speak outside of work about immigration or Islam, with no hatred, no hatred, just facts. And because of that, you're. Where are you now? How's your, how's your life changed? What do you see for your future now? Financially, very difficult, of course, um, because it kills your your income. Uh, and then there's knock-ons from that that are always a pain. Okay, well, thanks, and I hope you. Um, I wish you luck and try and get your life sorted. Me too. Yeah, good luck. Thank you. So you've heard from Tom Dupree. You've heard how his life was changed simply for expressing his free speech due to the actions of hope not hate. Later on in this documentary, you'll hear recordings of Caelan Robertson and George Llewellyn John see how Caelan. their lives have been affected. Caelan and George used to work with me at Rebel Media, and when I went independent, they come to work with me there. When I was released from prison, and I met with them, they said that they had been intimidated and threatened, and for that reason they couldn't work with me. I'd just been released from prison. I wasn't in a good state, and I thought they were just saying that because they wanted to go and work with Lauren Southern. Also, you'll hear recordings from Lauren Southern. Lauren Southern is a leading political activist from Canada. She now works as a journalist making documentaries. In those recordings, you'll hear about allegations about how they've suffered due to the actions of Hope and Hate. So, I've been contacted by Lucy Brown, who's an ex-employee. The last time we spoke to each other, we were screaming obscenities at each other. Now, she's been contacted by Hope Not Hate and by Panorama, who are working together on a project against me. Working title, Tommy Takedown. So, I'm on the way to see Lucy. I'm actually really concerned and worried about what it is they're up to, because I know everything they've tried to do to take me down hasn't worked, so let's see what's next. Last time I spoke to you, I screamed some obscene, some terrible things down the phone. So did I. I also have a surprise for you. Go on. <clears throat> I thought I'd, I'd commiserate it, so I actually got your no, no, no. prison number. No, you have To haven't. remind myself. <laughs> to remind no, myself haven't. the happiest day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> what? H2O84CG? Yeah, that's the oh one. Oh my god. I laughed my head off. <laughs> oh my god. That's crazy. Shit, Lucy, you were fucking angry. How have we ended up sitting here? And what was talking? Well, I received a very interesting email from one John Sweeney a couple of days ago, who is a big, was it BBC, BBC presenter for Panorama. Panorama? Yes, apparently he's quite well known. And he's asking if I want to go for a, first it was a cup of tea, but then it was a pint. Um, and he'll come all the way to Cambridge to see me. And I think he wants some dirt on you. You was approached by Joe Milhouse? Joe Mulhall, yes, Hope Not Hate. So you approached by Hope Not Hate, who told you, I've seen what they've told you. Yep. 
They told you that there's a take Tommy down. There's a Tommy takedown. Tommy takedown. Yes, and they've been taken on as sort of advisors to the BBC to help them with interviews and to get information about you. How easy would it have been for you to... They offered me five grand for a front page story about you being a twat. Mm. What you could have done, you could have absolutely destroyed me and my life and my name and my reputation. More so than that prison member did. More so than me going in prison could have done. Because you could have said anything and they would run. I've arranged to meet John Sweeney tomorrow (laughs) at 2pm and by the sounds of it, what these people do is they try and be your friend when you're vulnerable and they ply you with drink and they try to get you to say something that you wouldn't normally say. I want to show if what Lucy could have done. Well, none of it would be factual, but what Lucy could have done. Now, bear in mind, I, 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 I might not have been here. You could have just done this. Fake text messages. Falsify sender numbers of text. So if you wanted to, my phone will be here. Let's change the number there. Now, we'll keep that as a receipt. Let's put my number here. So you, respectively, as a disgruntled employee yeah. who fucking got my prison number tattooed on your wrist. Let's take down Tommy. Broke. I've got no means of income. I hate you. Joe Morgan's just messaged me saying I can get you some money to do Tommy in. So I can go to fakemytext.co.uk and I can make you text me and then I can show... Panorama. My phone's here. I'm at home. Right. Minding my own business. Joe Moore offering, offering the takedown of Tommy Robinson. Offering you some money, and you have said to me, what? If you have anything to do with the Panama Company, I will fucking bury you. You bitch. No. Hang on, because I'm writing Y O U, but you write you. I write you. Sorry. I just need to make up some bad grammar because. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drop the T's because I don't pronounce my T. <laughs> I'm going to put W I V instead of with. This panorama, you wouldn't, you wouldn't make that a capital letter. No, I put with. With. I put with. Okay, all right. With this panorama doc. doc if you have anything to do with pan- yeah, panorama doc, I will fucking bury you, comma. Bury you, you, you bitch. bitch. Just to prove, I could have nothing to do with this. I'm not. My phone's here. So I've not sent you a message. Yeah. So let's wait. And the point is that they're actively searching with a far-left organisation. They're actively working with my ex-employees to bring me down. I, what I want to prove here is how easy it is and how many other things in this documentary have been faked on me. If you had anything to do with this panorama doc, I will fucking bury you, you bitch. Can you focus on that? So I didn't send that. That sent from my computer. My phone has not sent you a single message. Now, Panorama are the biggest investigative journalists in the world. So I don't see how this can work. If they wanted to do a proper investigative journalist, journalist piece, they should look at the crime that I committed. Was it criminal? Did the judge act out of law? Was I treat, were my human rights abused? One of the biggest cases in this country's history in fucking in modern time, yeah? 600,000 people signed a petition, 30,000 people marching, ambassadors from the American government, every political party in Europe talking about it, the most talked about court case in decades, but they're not bothered about that. This is fake, yeah? This is going to be falsified. This is not me. And I want to see if this, by a disgruntled ex-employee, could make its way around the world. I'd like to see how much power Hope Not Hate have over the world's media. Yeah, basically. Uh Pretty smart. 
So, you see the setup? Yep. This is the little minute, this will replace your button. This will go into your button anyway. This is how we record. And are you nervous? No. You should be. <laughs> you should be. And well, let's just wait and see what we get from this. Time will tell, but good luck. And don't do anything I wouldn't do. Thanks, mate. See you later. Four hours later. That's a long four hours. You know he's waiting, staring, fucking pacing. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Let's see. Crazy? Not crazy? Good? Not good? Lots of alcohol was consumed tonight for the greater good. I can smell it. <laughs> You'll see. You took You'll it for see. the team. I only drunk for the team. I did what I had to do. Right. Let's. Let's get these files sorted. Let's work out what we've got. We've got lots of footage to go through it, but straight off the crazy thing for me is... You're steaming. Which is the champagne and the uh, double gin. Thank you. And then we're going to have some red wine, but Thank you so much. you're panic about that, so the appropriate man. Thank you very much. Thank you. Here I am, on expenses, in a boozer, with the dog, having fire. Yeah. Uh, I think we should have one more bottle of beer. Fuck it, no expense spared. Two brand new soup lemon chives. Um, this is from the Cassis, uh, uh, or the Kia Royale, but uh, even better is another version which is... Drunk um, British people, I can't understand anything they say. Uh, 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 blackberry, blackcurrant, liqueur, and champagne. Kia Royale. Have you got any flaming Sambuca? <laughs> and then two Kia Royale. And then the bill. Lovely, thank you. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I think we've got to do a runner. Uh, it's a joke. It's fine. It, it doesn't, I don't care. Uh, it, uh, not only, uh, I really don't care. Yeah. Um, what the fuck is that guy talking about? <laughs> Was this on BBC Expenses? How much alcohol has been consumed? I've heard him mention three bottles of wine, champagne, flaming Zambuca, all in five minutes. Lemon cello. And, and you can hardly sit up. So, for me, that's an expensive scandal that the, with pay, the license fee payer is paying for. Should we be paying for you to get pissed? Yeah. Yeah, 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 of course you think we should. Me getting drunk is me being more lucid and then I'll tell him stuff. That no, so he's wanting to get you drunk. He's using the expense money to get you drunk in order to get you information. Get me drunk, be nice to me, be my friend, and then I'll lose enough and be like, oh, I've got this recording, or you know, tell I you can this. tell you this, or whatever. Uh, uh, you may not yeah. like what I'm about to say, but one of uh, my political heroes um, is the, uh, the former head of the IRA, who turns the IRA, not... Who? Uh, um, hey. Nick Lowell's? Uh, uh, no, um, <laughs> Uh, not um, uh, the guy got on well with the Queen. Um, so there are two of them. Uh, I should know that, but um, Daniel um, um, Danny uh, Danny McGuinness, I think his name is, and uh, and he got on anyway. He was the chief of staff the IRA. Hey man, I've heard the Irish have been genocided. And, and uh, last time I was there, they're okay. Martin McGuinness. His political hero is Martin McGuinness. 
Mark McGuinness, leader of the IRA. He's responsible for murder. Bombs. It's a strange person to have as your political hero. From, well, I don't know, from someone who's trying to paint me as extreme, anyway. That is the sole reason I wanted to do this. For me, that is terrifying. How can they get that? How can he say he can do that from that innocent conversation or argument or disagreement, which has got nothing to do with that? So that is, that is the sole reason I wanted that footage, to see exactly what are... And that's terrifying for me to think, what the hell are they about to portray to this country about me? What the hell are they going to say? That's not the first time that's happened. In what sense? Because I told you about... I was offered five grand to do, like, a story on you, like a front-page newspaper story. But I hope not hate. You're talking about but in I the hope kitchen. Not hate. But I was also... But I hope not hate who are working with these... Yeah, but I was also approached by a really mainstream um, newspaper, basically, to kind of make it out that you were, like, sexual allegations against me or something. But they were approaching you for that. At a time when we, when we fell out. Yeah, they said when it was at, when I was at my lowest and I basically didn't have a job and I was like, you know, a complete mess and they were trying to like dig and get stuff out of me and they were trying to make out that you'd done like a me too. They were trying to make out that you basically like abused me and then they wanted to put in, they, they, they kind of ran with and, and went back to their editor and then I called up and said, I really don't want this. This isn't true. You know, you've kind of twisted it to, to fit your own narrative here. And he said, well, I'm sorry, it's too late. I've already sent it to the editors. And they he... want to run the story, this this journalist. So I then had to call up, like, you know, this uh, national journalist kind of, like, lawyery thing where you can call up and complain. And I had to put in writing saying, please do not put this out. If you put this out, I'm going to have to, like, you know, go against you legally or something. Um, so I had to fight to get this story out of the uh, paper. From a mainstream journalist? From a top tabloid. Big, 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 big. In order to portray me as an abuse, essentially. Oh, me as a victim, yeah. But it wasn't true. With no truth, with no truth in it all. No. And that, and that, and that for my life. Do you know the whole purpose in me wanting this? The whole reason why I've wanted to do this is because I've been absolutely terrified of what they're doing, and that one little recording there. That one little recording there proves, proves that they will change what I'm doing and saying. This is massive. This is Britain's leading investigative journalist documentary by the BBC that we pay for. Creating, editing news in order to destroy my life. Now, John Sweeney's been contacting me for weeks now for a gotcha moment where he can interview me and throw all these accusations from God knows who at me. Well, that gotcha moment is now in my hands because I'm now going to sit down and I'm going to put these to John Sweeney to see how he justifies any of this. Have you seen this right here or not? Mm. So for two weeks now, I've been emailing John Sweeney. They've been trying to get me to sit down for an interview. I emailed him yesterday and said, the only day I can do is today and I won't come to London. It has to be in my venue. I've organised this venue. I've told them that I'm having a free speech event later in the evening. So we've prepared this projector with all of our undercover footage to try and find out and ask John, what exactly were you planning? What exactly are you doing? 
So rather than them grilling me, which is how they're expecting it to be with his executive producers, <laughs> when they sit down, we will play through each clip. I'm going to go to my children's assembly now. When I come back, it's action. I'm nervous about it. See what happens.
um, come after you and, and, and the government have opened a new department which we're advising on counter-terrorism which are going to um, prosecute you for writing scripts which have incited the Darren Osborne terrorist attack and it was like them, like they were basically like you're going to fucking go to jail and you're going to get exposed for meeting with us if if you don't work with us this is what it all comes down to this panorama fucking thing and hope not hate were there standing next to the bbc producers when you went for the meeting with panorama who from hope not hate was it nick joe john sweeney and the producer <laughs> so like hope not hate were like fucking terrifying huh. and they like did you know they blackmailed us they felt like joe fucking used the whole thing to try and get into Halen's pants. This is how bad it really was. When when we pulled up in London, this was the day I dropped off the suitcase to you, right? That I went straight off from, from there, I can't remember where it was, to go and do this interview with them. They hired out this big car park warehouse thing. They had a little chair in the middle of it. They sat down. I walked into this room, sat down. It was a cameraman. It was the head producer. It was Nick, and it was Joe. And then I started getting really I'm surprised nervous. he's still sitting there. How I know. much money, name numbers, name figures. And I was like... Well, it was enough to pay for us to make videos and all the money was spent on it. And I was just saying vague shit. And then Joe said, can we stop the interview, please? And then I was like, okay. And then Nick went, can you come with us, Kaylin? And then Nick and Joe took me to the other side of the warehouse and said, Kaylin, you really need to give them more information than this. You really need to open up a little bit more because this is really not useful to them. They're probably not even going to use this. You need to go into specifics. You need to go into numbers. You need to at least show them something. Were they threatening you at your... Breather, have a cigarette and we'll come back to it. Were they threatening like, you then? Okay. I had a cigarette and I went back and I sat down and I still couldn't really do it. And it was really bad. Like, I was, like, shaking the whole time. And that's when we told Panorama that we didn't feel that it was safe. This is long. I didn't think okay. it'd be this long of a video. And that's right, so bit of a strange one here. Yeah? I know, sorry man, it's for, I know it's, it's four o'clock in the morning here, but I've just got off the phone to Kaylin for an hour, yeah? How much have they told you about Hope Not Hate? Not much, why? You're aware they've been meeting with them regularly? I, I've met Joe too before. Yeah, I, like I know, I know that Kaylin and George have met with them before. Continually met with them? When you was doing your borderless documentary, Hope Not Hate flew out to Italy to meet them? I don't know what they were talking about, but for the most part, like I think they're... Like, they're just afraid of them. From what I've been told, it's like, they're like, oh, they're kind of blackmailing us, like, hang out with us, or, or else we're going to get you guys arrested or whatever. So they just met with them. So, so hold on a second. Uh, I'm with the panorama. Where I hate president in that interview? Uh, Where I hate president in that interview, Caleb? I'm with the panorama, and... We are doing a film about you. Are you aware of that? Are you aware of that? Look at me. Stay the course, man. Stay the course. Stay the course. Okay. Okay. Right. I get the point. Are you aware of that? Are you aware of that? I know you're asking one question. Are you aware of that? 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 I'm aware of an allegation, and I do not think it credible or serious. If I'm wrong, you can put that information out there. If somebody has been blackmailed, threatened, intimidated by an organisation that you're stealing your documentary, it's not serious. Okay, can we hear the next one? Play the next bit. Well, it is, it is, it is. Listen to this one. Like, basically, 
basically like a sexual assault situation towards me when I was really drunk, pretty much passed out. Fuck um, you, know, this gets messier and messier. No, no, hold on, yeah, uh, okay, and, and I, I like got really upset and I broke down and I told George about it last week because it's really fucked me up, and George messaged Nick and apparently nearly got suspended and like it's fucking, I, like it's a really big mess. What's I'll come to Milan to see you, who'd you come with? Nick. You come with Nick, so Nick was with him? And he sex and he, what did he do when you were drunk? Nick wasn't there at that moment. Nick had gone home. Was so, so we we were filming um, with we were filming with Lauren, and then they said like you've got to meet us, you've got to meet us, you've got to meet us. So we flew to Spain via Milan, met them in Milan, um, literally just had a coffee with them, where they basically just carried on threatening us um, and said you've got to do like skies or, or one mainstream media thing. Um, and then I went back to London to drop something off and to go then to Spain. So Caleb was left in Milan for one night. Nick left that night as well, I think. Um, and then this is when this thing happened. Caleb said that he was basically really wasted, that he thinks let himself into Caleb's room. Um, and basically, yeah, Caleb kind of woke up and was like half naked like trying to do stuff with it but then Caitlin said no and was like oh don't have, you don't have to tell anyone blah 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 uh Caitlin's like really fucked up about it he, so this was like three months ago or two months ago and Caitlin only told me about it last week so I messaged Nick saying like we need to talk what the fuck is going on um and then Nick said that he's like doing an investigation into it George also messaged Panorama saying guys um do hope not hate raped Caitlin Hi Joe, it's Tommy Robinson. Oh, hello, how's it going? Yeah, not bad. Obviously you're aware I have a documentary coming out on Saturday. I'd just like to just ask you a couple of questions quickly about your involvement. Bear with me. Um, I'm not going to be able to do it over the phone. Afraid, if you want. I'm not going to be able to speak to uh, colleagues before I can do anything, I'm afraid. So you can't just answer why you were... Pre were you present during an interview with Caelan Robertson and Panorama? I'm not going to be able to talk about anything on the phone. Yeah, why not? Why not? Um, you can't just ring someone up. If you want to speak to me, you can uh, drop me an email and we can... Yeah, uh, you can this is just your opportunity to counter, counter what's being said. I'm not going to answer any questions over the phone, although I don't see what's the issue there is, even if I was. So, were you and Nick Lowe's present <laughs> during an interview of Caelan Robertson and Panorama? Well, I've said everything I'm going to say to you, Tommy. I'm not going to answer any questions like that. If you want just to a yes or no. It's just a, it's a simple yes or no. Simply. Uh, look, Tommy, we're wasting time. Yeah, okay. So. We must ensure we avoid bias or an imbalance of views. Our output will be based on fairness, openness, and straight dealing. Contributors will be treated honestly and with respect. There are people being intimidated and blackmailed into giving negative reviews against me. The men who are doing it are present during your interviews, the same are independent. Now, John, when it comes to fake news, you're John Sweeney, so I'm going to separate you from, from these allegations that are being made. There are allegations that are being made. Okay, so, so these are allegations. These are allegations. And there is no evidence apart from. Words, words, words. Just, and some substance. Okay, and I might be having a bit of an answer. Okay, George, which you, which you, tell Adam what they have to say in the interview about. Yeah. No, play the next one. <laughs> <laughs> we only the BBC. We only interview. Uh, we only do questionnaire areas. Um, so here's, um, it's a volunteer army, and what you're comfortable about it. So is there anything you don't want me to ask about? This is, I'm not supposed to ask this. 
So I'm going to ask you about, I'm going to take it through what I want from you is the following. Simple two steps. One, people like us, BBC, the establishment, have not listened to what Tommy's been saying, um, and, uh, and that's bad. Yeah. Um, and so the extent to, and the extent to which the entire conversation about Islamism, extremism, about what that means in, for ordinary Brits up and down the country, um, closing that down, shutting it off as racist for a stop is wrong, and that's bad. And that goes in the can, and you say that, and I, that will appear in the show. The second thing is, but there's something. My own personal experience, it was, it was difficult because I was a, a good trooper and then suddenly I was friends with the dogs. As a human being, he's funny and charismatic and, um, and <laughs> he looks pissed. Um, yeah. And can be great. Great company um, and he's not, he's not your, um, he's not a Nazi. Um, number three, partly because of the pressure, partly because of the chaos, you fall out. It's horrible because it turns on the bottom. Those, those three elements yeah. are good. And, um, and those three elements will appear in the show. I he has. Feel, feel, feel. We have a proper ding dong. Okay. Because um, there's a lot of people and, and, there. And, and the good stuff, your stuff, goes in. So there you are. So I don't have to put on the record, Chuck. I don't have a problem with that. Because, because I'm not, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm putting after a long conversation. I've got the whole conversation, you, which you haven't done. I know you, no, I've, I've got you six times telling that individual what they must say. Now let's go to the next one. Gilligan wanted to make it sexualised and he wanted it to make it out like you basically like Harry Weinstein'd me. Oh my god, man. Because you're like a position of power. And you're you a know, vulnerable and like all this shit. And I was like, yeah, so. So when I'm being told, this isn't about you, John. When I'm being told the journalists are approaching me. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't understand the content. I'll tell you what I'll tell you. This specifically is not about you. And they do. Oh, okay. it's not about oh. you. When, when I felt when I felt sick, okay, because, because I found out that journalists were offering money to try and get a young girl to do a Harvey Weinstein story interview. Now your panorama, your John, your your John Sweeney. So let me play the next. Uh, I call him like a, a silly little man and stuff. I'm just shouting at him. Um, yeah, but um. Oh, we love that. It was quite bad. Could we have that? I'll drop you in it. I'll have will. a thing. It will drop me in it. Everything will drop me in it. Not necessarily. It was really bad. We had this great big argument in Woburn High Street. Um, yeah, maybe. I suppose that, that, that I did give to the lawyers and they said, well, actually, this for the case doesn't really work because you're just having a dispute. It doesn't really... Whatever, but I thought I'd record it just in case. Maybe I'll do that. That's um, 
It's only what? audio. It's only oh. audio. That's fine. How angry does it get? He gets really angry and then he runs away and gets in the car and drives off. And I shout after the car. It's really bad. We can clip that bit. We can clip that bit. We can clip that bit. My view about that is that, um... Um... It I was... think doing a kind of... A, a kind of gender... A kind of sexual thing against... Tommy Robinson is... So John says I'm misrepresenting him, and in fact he was telling her he could change her gender so she could not be identified. Let's just hear that clip again. I think doing a kind of... a, a kind of gender... a kind of sexual thing... against Tommy Robinson is... We can do a kind of gender, a sexual thing against Tommy Robinson. Nice try, John. We should not present invented material as fact or knowingly do anything to mislead our audiences. I've done 10 years worth of, 10 years worth of demonstrations. I've had cameras on me absolutely everywhere. And what they've been trying to expose and find is possibly that I'm a racist or I'm a homophobe or something like that. Yeah? I had you undercover for one boozy lunch. <laughs> and you were repeatedly racist. You to do a cab too. Um, I, mean, I, I pre-booked because the dog makes it more difficult. <laughs> Alright. Uh, you know wine, don't you? Wine? Because... Oh, why? Yeah. Asian camp drivers don't like taking dogs. You, how, how dare you? How dare you? Where's my phone? Say that on camera, right? <laughs> Anyway, never mind. I get the news quite funny. Tommy, that's pathetic. That's 
Sure. You find it funny, Joe, that about the invasion of a country where women were pillaged and raped and murdered. Okay, you, you find that funny. Don't know how to So I have very Turkish and Greek friends. You're upset the entire Greek community because you, you, you find it funny. You find it funny to speak in Turkish to them because you find that funny. None of this is funny. None of this is fun. Are you sure? None of this no, is fun. Let me next one. Okay, well, let me next one. I have a little more in common with Tommy than most are reporting. Yeah. Uh, I used scumbag Irish background. A scumbag Irish background? So my family are a scumbag Irish background because they're foreign from Ireland. I'm talking about myself. Now, you said you have more in common with me. You have more in common with me. A scumbag Irish background. Which is a joke. That's a joke. So, what are you saying? Yes. I love when people go to that. It was a joke. So if I like to say a racist comment or a sexist joke, it's okay because you know it's just a joke. And that's the whole thing with like um, sexual harassment. If I if I tell a fucking joke about some chick with big tits blowing me, and some girl gets offended, I'll be oh, it's fine. It's just a joke. Going off of his offense, it was just a joke. You know what I mean? It, it's funny that they go. That, he's in backpedal mode like a son of a bitch, man. Well, and I am surprised, like you said, I'm surprised he's still sitting there taking this because he. Well, yeah, he. I'm. It's interesting. I'm, I'm trying to understand the whole dynamic that's going through his mind because he thinks he's going to get this gotcha interview with Tommy. Yeah, and he thinks, oh, we just got to handhold these clips of him. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure that I'm not gonna do what I'm about to do right, to him. Right. We'll bullshit our way through these clips, and and then it gets into like making him look like a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I've sat here this long. I, it's almost like now he has to. Yeah, he's pot committed at this point. Yeah, he can't just get up now because then it makes him look ultra guilty. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And and so that's the dynamic of this this thing. It's very interesting, and and. It's, man, it's, but it's fucked up what they're trying to do to him. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's continue and see how he gets out of this uh, Irish scumbag. (laughs) If you get somebody like me talking to a source, and actually that source is in fact a mole working for Tommy Robinson, then in the context of a two- Those people and are the, brainwashed. And they're, and they're, they're lefty people. They're lefty. Self hating whites. Um, I'd like to call them honky. Now you use not racial terms. How do you use not Because they've not gone out and just had a mate that's gay. That's the difference. So you've got people up in like all these different places in in the UK or whatever, and they're sort of. They, 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 they've not they just never, had a gay they, mate. Have they never met a conservative then? No. <laughs> I remember. I remember one line in particular. She said, oh, "What do you think about 
LGBT or, or something, and I said, well, some of the stuff that gay people say is just ridiculous. And that's me being... But that's the way, okay, that's, by the way, there's nothing wrong with it. You said something worse, I guess. Probably. Um, that's the way that I would speak to Kaylin, you know. That's the way that I would speak to Kaylin in a bar, you know. I think like, they're ridiculous if they should be shot. Well, yeah, exactly. No, obviously. No, I know, but did you say it? No. Good. That's right, the thing, good. because uh, yeah. because unbeknownst to... I would to say that, by the way. I would... <laughs> he said, I would say that, by the way. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah, Joe's dick pics. Is he gay? Is he gay? Oh, my gay dance rubbish. He's a Bertie Wolf there, is he? He's a Bertie Wolf there, is he? He's a Bertie Wolf there, is he? the best man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a bit weird. Jim Dobley. I'm not a joke. He's Pufter is based on the permanent stretching of the anus that <laughs> results from repeated anal sex, which causes wind to be emitted. Presenters, reporters, and correspondents <laughs> are the public face and voice of the BBC. Is that okay? It's not great. Is it okay, John? No, it's not. It's a wonderful motion of rocketry television. It's not the rocketry. Don't you hear much more accents like yours and mine? 
um, rather than not mm. rather than Tommy's. So the main party, they will act out of an absence of what you always heard as middle class, rather than fuck off. You believe the working class vocabulary is simply fuck off. That is your class issue. They did not bother to verify the authenticity of that fake text message in their hunt to take me down. John says he would give me the right to reply, to which I would say it's fake. But the fake allegation that I threatened to murder my ex-female employee would effectively be aired to millions of people across the world. And I'm certain every national newspaper would run with the headline, Tommy Robinson threatens to kill female employee. I wanted to prove, and I've just proved, how easy it is for fake news to be created and for people to be targeted and their lives destroyed. My solicitor is Korean. Korean, a court injunction against you. Okay. Okay. You like how he steps in front of the camera? He's trying to block the camera. This is fake news exposed. Very good. Okay. John, John, I suggest you get home soon. Yes. Is this a lie? I never, said, I never sent that message from this phone. This is oh, my right. phone. Oh, you didn't send it from that phone. It wasn't sent from the phone. I didn't oh. send it. Oh, you, hold on. It wasn't sent from the phone. I didn't send it. Yes. Is this a lie? You'll be able to catch all is in my this documentary. A lie? You'll be able to catch all in my is, documentary. No, we haven't finished now, our we're finished. No, no, we haven't finished. You're, you're, in, fact, in fact, John, you've finished your career. You finish your career. Yes, I know something. I know something. Homophobia, racism. I'm not a homophobe. You are. I'm not a racist. You are. And I'm not a What you were saying to you was is a lie. And what this is, mate, what this is, what this is, was about to do to me, and they were going to destroy my name, and sexualise comments. I'm not a member of the establishment. Yes, you are. You're working all of these things. Are you working the home? I hate this documentary. No. Have they been present in interviews? We have had some input from some people. Oh, now they're saying there's an influence. Have they impressed not John, not you are fake news. You're fake news. No, 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 no. You've been creating some lie, Tom. You've been proving you told us a lie. This is a lie. And you, sir, are the source of the lie. The idea that I'm homophobic, that's not true. This man has lied to us through people. You don't? So, hold on. Once this goes live, which is going to, outside your offices on the 23rd of February, I've got all the evidence of you creating stories, telling sources, and it oh, people hold on say, a second. Outside your offices, because this evidence. is what you do all it's the time. All <laughs> evidence, what you do you is you threaten people. people. It's all evidence. You always threaten people. And the hate. You're like, John, don't talk about hate and when you're calling people with this. Oh, you are sorry. What about, are you, are you sorry to the Greeks? Are you sorry to the Irish community? Are you sorry? Are you, are you, are you, are you, you insulted a Greek woman by speaking Turkish to her? You, 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 you said you found it funny. It's on camera, John. 
It's on camera. No, but what you said you would sexualise. You said you would sexualise my comments that were innocent. No. Yes, you did. No, you on camera, John. No, I didn't, John. The world's going to watch this. This is a lie. Good luck with your injunction. Good luck, my injunction. We haven't finished on Panorama. No. And stop threatening people. You, you, you shouldn't have threatened Julia Redner. You think I'm finished? I've got another thing coming, okay. and I can give you that for free. Can you? Okay. Yeah. Good. Go and find the lawyer. I've, I've, already, I've already been with the lawyer, John. Okay. Right. I've, I've, I've already been with the lawyer. I've good. already dissected every one of your comments. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. What you've done is read the worst <laughs> possible thing on it. I can defend every second of it. Yes, I can. And on that note, and I will. You're and on you that note, all I'm saying the establishment. To you, is you work for the establishment. None of these people are the establishment. No, you are. You're working. No, you're working with Hope Hate. No, you are working with the government, and you are all going against I'm me because I speak out. I'm not working with the British government. This is a campaign. I understand some of the anxieties that you have. I get that. And, so why, and would you, I, so why would you be creating one? Why would you tell someone what to say about me? Why would you tell I them? didn't do that, and you're mischaracterising <laughs> me. You didn't do that. <coughs> Everyone's no. going to watch this. No, I know everyone's going to watch it, and yeah. it'll be good fun. But more people will watch good your panorama. You, 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 fo be... you find telling... No, 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 please, no, please, no, please. No, 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 this no, is my no, life, John. It's my life. You, it's my life, you, too. It's you, my life, you, too, You find it fun. You find it fun to tell someone that an innocent comment is sexualised. Do you know what that would do to my family? Do you know what it would do to my children? Do you know what you're doing? Do you know what you're doing to my family? You have no idea what you're doing to my family. If you look away with what you were trying to do to me, you'd have ruined me. No, You'd have broke my marriage. You'd have broke my marriage. What, what you've done is this. There's only one journalist in this room, John, and it's not you. Okay? Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> okay. You, 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 you're a disgrace. And, and, you're, and, and in fact, anyone who's been taken down by Panorama, anyone has to challenge now because there is no integrity in any of the work you've done. You are a liar, you're a fraud, you're a racist, you're a homophobe, all in one interview. This is a lie. Excuse me, Mr. Brooks, Okay, well, you're in trouble as well. Um, you're all in trouble. You're all in trouble. We invited you for an interview today, yep. and you haven't given us an interview. No, I haven't. I've exposed you, okay? You were trying to destroy my life. You have been contacting people. Why were Hope Not Hate present? Why were the leaders of a, of a far-left George Soros-funded organisation, why were they present during the interview of a person which you were goading to give bad information about? Why were they present? Tell me. If this is a panorama documentary. Why were Hope Not Hate present? Um, this is a... Document. This is an establishment attack on me and your partner, and you've been exposed to the world tonight. Um, you, you, we, we brought you here to do an interview. Can, can you just do the interview? It's what funny how. Uh, so let's summarise what you've seen. Nobody has anything you've to say. You've seen the BBC, yeah. who pride themselves on being impartial and reporting the truth. You've witnessed the main man from Panorama telling someone what to say, brokering a deal on what they have to say about me. Now, if he's broken a deal with her, who else has he broken a deal with? Who else is being told what to say? They're scripting the documentary. They're also creating and inventing news. Sexual thing against Tommy Robinson. What else, when we've got two other people saying they're being blackmailed in order to give negative reviews of me? Who else would have participated in this documentary? What else was going to be said? What other lies and manufactured evidence would there have been on this documentary? You've seen the contempt they have for the working class. The contempt they have for you, the license fee payer. You pay your license fee, and if you don't, you're taken to court. Just so the elitist fake news journalists can travel this country drinking champagne.
on your expense. Now, if there's one thing that symbolizes the BBC, we all know about the fake news. I've just proved to you that they create the fake news, that it's not impartial, that they work with far left extremist organizations. That's been proven. If there's one thing that symbolizes them, the BBC covered for Jimmy Savile. They covered for Stuart Hall. Up to 100 children were raped and abused, many of them on the property of this organization. Let me show you this statue that is at the entrance to the BBC. That statue was sculptured by a man called Eric Gill. Eric Gill was a paedophile. He raped his own daughters. He had sex with animals. He had an insidious relationship with his sister. When the Catholic Church become aware of this man's crimes, they removed and covered all sculptures made by him. The BBC refused to. They were asked to, but they refused to. If you have disgust now, and you're fed up with paying for this, or for the propaganda they use against you, for the negative portrayal of Brexit, if you're fed up with all of these things, what can you do? I'll show you what I'm gonna do, and I hope you follow my lead. You can legally not have a TV license in the UK. You do not have to have one, okay? None of us ask for the BBC to come into our homes and display their programs on our TVs. If you're fed up of paying for their propaganda, when you don't even watch their shows, you can follow the steps I'm about to take you through now yeah. to end that. There's a few things you need to know once you've filled out these forms. It's a myth that the BBC can sit outside your house and detect that you're watching TV. That is a myth, it's not true. If the BBC TV inspector knocks at your door, you can, be polite, you should be polite. But you can open your door, say I don't need a TV license, I haven't got one, goodbye, I don't watch live TV. That's it, they have no rights to come into your home. It's obvious that if a TV license inspector walked past your front window and you had your curtains open and you were watching Panorama on BBC, I don't think you will be. If you're watching BBC, they will fine you. But you do not have to have a TV license. And I'm going to take you through the steps. I'm going to ask, please follow these steps now. Follow exactly what I'm about to do. Go to www.tvlicensing.co.uk. You'll find a link, declare no license needed. Upon clicking this, you'll be brought to another page where they try to convince you you need a license, even though you legally don't. Ignore that and click the button that says, tell us you don't need a license. Step one, select the type of property you live at. <laughs> Complete name, email, and phone number. <laughs> Step two, enter your property address. Step three, tick the three boxes for the declaration. You will then be asked what date you want to start watching live TV again. Tick the button to the right where it declares, I have no plans to do this. Then click the reason for not needing a TV license. I'm sorry, but John Sweeney is not an option. Step four, review and confirm, click submit. You are now <laughs> license free. That's awesome. Congratulations, you've just saved yourself £155 a year. You can now afford to go to the pub and celebrate. I know. How about champagne and double gin? Then some red wine. Two brandies, two limoncellos. <laughs> Creme de cassis, Kia Royale, blackcurrant liquor and champagne, flaming Zambuca, and two Kia Royales. Enjoy. <laughs> so, if you you're go. fed up with the BBC, then sign our petition at www.endthestealthtax.com. I'll personally find and track down the head of the BBC. I'll hand it to him and I'll give it to our government. And you'll see it on our next video. Thank you. So, well, that's the...
that's the panorama documentary that you can only see on Infowars. Um, so now he did an interview after he released this video. Obviously, the video got it was put on YouTube and all this, and he was banned off YouTube and Instagram and all this shit. Right. Um, and he did this interview, which we were going to play before the right, video, but work. was having issues. Um, so basically what that interview was, was that, uh, so he's banned off all this shit. Um, then he, uh, they, then they played a clip of it and I wish I could find it. It's, it's somewhere in one of those headlines we said at the beginning that, uh, there was, um, like he was being watched by like cops, you know, how like they, well, like do a stakeout type thing, right? Um, and the cops were so he he figured out that these these cops were watching. So like it's this, they're basically trying to uh, incite him into doing something stupid, so they have a reason to either shoot him or take him to jail or whatever like that. They're trying to like set him up. All right, well you clearly saw how they were trying to set him up in their own documentary to like make this guy look terrible mm-hmm. but now he's exposed them so now it's like it's like this game of cat and mouse has gotten more intense so now they're like sitting outside his fucking house in this these white vans so he went out and he filmed himself going over to this van with these guys and say uh what are you doing and the the, the you can tell they're uh well they're they're undercover is what it is, but they're like, well, we're plumbers. He's like, oh, really? What house have you been working in? <laughs> well, we're, and they're like, oh, we're, we're on our way home. He's like, yeah, but what house were you working in? You said you're plumbers. You're over here working. So where were you working? We're on our way home, mate. Just leave us alone or whatever. He's like, uh, he basically calls him on the bush and says, uh, I know you're not plumbers. He basically gets them to open the back of the van their, their back doors, because he basically saying, I, I know you're undercover, I know what you're doing here, you know. They open the fucking back doors, and it's all this recording equipment. It's You can all you can see it all. Mm-hmm. And this whole, it's like, this is crazy. Like, so that's why I said at the beginning, this guy, is, the next step for him is they're going to kill him. Oh, yeah, for sure. They gotta, they're going to set him up. It's like one of these things where they're going to, like, uh, you know, he's going to be driving, and they're going to take control of his car remotely, and... Crash into a crash a into a tree mm-hmm. or something like that. So, like this guy has to be uber, uber careful. And uh, so, I didn't go through all that just to like get to that. But it's an interesting transition. And I mentioned to you right before we started recording that whole Michael Hastings mm-hmm. car crash thing. How we did a whole episode on it. Yeah. The. Uh, how his car was speeding down the road and crashed into a tree. And, you know, some people said it looked like there was a, or like he crashed, but the engine was like so many feet behind where the car was mm-hmm. and, you know, all this shit and, and how we were speculating all oh, that they can take over vehicles and all that. Well, I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day and he had a guy, former CIA, uh, officer, or whatever, um, and Joe Rogan brought it up, the whole Michael Hastings thing. Right. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play the audio for you, Dave, because I think it's interesting, and um, 
And I think it, it kind of, so anybody that's sitting there saying, oh, come on, they're not going to do that to Tommy Robinson. They didn't do it to anybody. They, they can't do that kind of stuff. This is Mike Baker, former CIA operative, and uh, he's on Joe Rogan's podcast. As soon as this audio, it's going to take a second. Maybe. Oh, yeah, I got a. What the fuck? I have to pick the right player. So let's go with. Let's go with this one. This computer's weird when it comes to like these other files. Yeah. Um, so hang on. Bear with me, my friends. I will beaver with you. Just beaver with me. It's coming. The player's up. Now we're just waiting for the audience. This is a tough one. Here I want go. to ask you two conspiracy ones, but this one's a tough one. Michael Hastings. Do you know his case? Do you know his story? Yeah. 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 What do you think happened there? Well, let's let's explain what happened, What who, who he was. He was a journalist. He was embedded in, uh, was it in Iraq? During the um, during the war, he was writing a story for the Ro- for Rolling Stone, and he was writing about which general was it? McCaskill. McCrystal. McCrystal. Stay on McCrystal. Yeah. So he wrote this story, and apparently, while this happened, the Iceland volcano went off, so they mm-hmm. they suspended air travel. So he was stuck there far longer than he was supposed to be, and. People got comfortable with this guy being around, right. and so they behaved the way they behaved. They made some jokes about things. He apparently made some jokes about Obama. This guy put this, Michael Hastings, put all this stuff in Rolling Stone. Um, it wound up being a huge scandal. Yeah. McChrystal had to step down, and there was a lot of people that hated that guy, yeah. and a lot of people loved McChrystal, and he was uh, a highly respected yeah, general. Yeah, absolutely. He had to step down from his position and next thing you know, x amount of time later, this guy drives his car 150 miles an hour into a tree, it blows up, engine goes flying, the whole deal. Uh the conspiracy theory was that there was a way cuz he had a brand new Mercedes. Mm-hmm. There was a way that they could take over the controls of your vehicle, the acceleration, the braking, the steering, and they could do all this remotely. If they put something in your car, like we were talking about, if you could get a hold of this television, you could turn that television into a receiver. Right. Do you think that it's possible that someone could have gotten a hold of his car and made him suicide himself? Now, I paused it right there because if you can remember back to that episode... Mm-hmm. Uh, when we did an episode on Michael Hastings, he had even called people uh, and said he he was being followed. He was he being was followed. Getting... Somebody was out messing by his car, mm-hmm. messing around by his car. He, he like he he caught somebody there and was like, and then they took off when he, when yep. they were seen. Yep. Okay, so there there's record of Michael Hastings saying he saw somebody by his car before he drove that night. Mm-hmm. Okay, now back to Mike Baker's answer. Uh, Two parts to it. Uh, 
One is, is it possible that you could take control of a vehicle, a modern vehicle? Yes. <laughs> not modern, my, right. Not that not, 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 not the Woody. <laughs> not the Woody, as we call it. Um, but uh, uh, so, yes, it's absolutely possible that you can take those. There's no two ways about Acceleration, that. steering, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. If you've got and, – and, um, and, I mean, think about <clears> – <throat> people should think about it. Think about the, the OnStar or think about the ability for your car to send uh, data – Right. Uh, to the to the vehicle manufacturer, right? right? To tell them, you know, what's going on with your vehicle. Right. Um, that's a that's a handshake operation, right? Once you do that, that that means there's an exchange of information. What does that mean? Well, that means you can access. Can you access that information? Sure, of course you can. Does that mean you can then take physical control? Sure. That's it's it's an it's just another iteration of of the exchange of information, right? Mm. A software can take control of physical systems. So that yeah. So the first part is yes. Is it possible that that car could have been uh, taken over? Sure. Uh, do I think that's what's happened? I, I have no idea. I really don't. Of course. Uh, yeah. But um, it's 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 certainly a possibility. I mean, when I hear people talk about you know certain conspiracy theories, I look at it and go, "There's just no fucking way that could happen." Like but, what one? What one do you say? No fucking one. Uh, actually, no. I, I'm having a hard time thinking of one. Um. <laughs> exactly. So you have a former CIA operative basically says, yeah, we can take control of your car. Yes. Uh, with the Without actually saying we do it all the time, mm-hmm. they probably do it all the time. Uh, I guarantee you it's what Tommy Robinson needs to fear. Anybody mm-hmm. that wants to speak out or expose these people, the this whole cabal of whatever, they're all dirty. We all need to be worried about it because they can do it to anybody if you have a modern car. So basically what I'm hearing is get a piece of shit car. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. like basically pre-1994. Again, they probably can't fuck with it, um, with the exception of cutting your brake line or something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, but so we have all that shit to worry about. I'm going to disconnect my phone from my car. You know, they can't use my phone against me, like Bluetooth it, and that's how... Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's how they can, can get into it or not. Well, I, I, well they... Your phone, they can track wherever you're at. That's why everybody has a f- fucking smartphone. Mm-hmm. Your best bet is just not have a phone or a burner phone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's lots of ways that you want to avoid. But the point is, obviously, the people that are making the most noise that are they're they're the, they're the ones they're going to go after. Yeah, for sure. More so. So once again, Dave and I will both say we have no. <laughs> we're not going to quit suicide. Nope. We don't like to do crazy shit and uh, you know drive. Uh, hundreds of miles an hour down the road. I don't like kids. Uh, yeah, neither one of us like kids. I mean, so, I like kids, but not sexually. Yeah, we're, we're not trying to like uh, have child porn on no, our on our phones, computers, or anything that we own. We don't own. We're not into that. Or leave, well, I don't. Know, I speak for Dave. But. No, you know, you're fine. You're, you can okay. speak for me because I am not into pedophilia <laughs> at all. No. But uh, so all these things. But the point is. We finally have confirmation. I mean, we don't have confirmation. That's what they did to my guy. He's basically saying that it is entirely possible. Yeah, it's it's more. We have the CIA is fully capable of doing something like this. We have confirmation that it's possible. What we thought happened is possible. It could actually happen. Yeah, from somebody that would know. Mm -hmm. He's saying that they have the ability to take over cars and control the acceleration, the steering, everything. He can turn your air conditioner on if he felt like it. Yeah, and you'd be like, "Well, why the fuck's my I turned my air conditioner off." And it turns right back on. Mm-hmm. Well, because they have that control. They can control everything. Yep. And so if you think, now it's bigger than this, Dave, uh, and I know we're going to wrap it up here, but if you can control a car, you can control an airplane. Mm-hmm. So now I give you 9-11. There was nobody on those planes. 
And notice how many planes have crashed in just the last week, Dave. What's it been, like three or four plane crashes? Yeah, quite a few. Yeah. Not saying that's what's happening there either, but uh, if you can remote control, why do we ever have a plane crash mm-hmm. then? If you can remote control. If somebody hijacks an airplane, can't you just remote control and and then just land it? Yep. Okay, so why are there plane crashes then? My point is, there, there's if they can do all this shit, every, everything is now everything is done for a reason. So now we have to figure out why are they crashing all these planes? Or maybe it could just be an an error. But with nine eleven, all bullshit. I mean, with that little bit. Yes, I'm using this old Tommy Robinson thing, mm-hmm. and I parlayed into this. Mm-hmm. But I think it gives a little bit of confirmation behind the conspiracy and it's not so much a conspiracy anymore we don't need to 100 percent prove what we're saying because it's pretty obvious what happened to michael hastings and probably what happened to um who's the fucking guy from fast and furious paul walker paul walker probably what happened with him pretty much all these i don't know was there a conspiracy with paul walker what why why would they do that to him i don't know but it makes you wonder we just have confirmation that they do it, they can do it, and they will do it. Look at Ryan Dunn, same kind of thing. What was his? Ryan Dunn, car accident, speeding car accident. Was it? No, it's not to say that people don't just fucking be crazy no, and drive right. their car fast and crash. Right. So, and I don't, but like an airplane, like I'm not saying there can't be malfunctions with airplanes. What I'm saying is if hijackings, because should be, Completely like, other than blowing a plane up mid-air, there should be no way a hijacking, if a a plane gets hijacked, they should be able to instantly remote control into that plane and say, it doesn't matter that you've just hijacked this plane because we're going to land it safely here remotely. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if you get hijacked now, unless there's an actual bomb on the plane. Right, right. And Sully, maybe they remote remote landed that fucking plane. Uh, Who knows? I, I don't... I doubt it, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Like the the point is, like they can do it. So the people that want to sit there and say, "Oh, they would never do that," you have a guy from the fucking CIA saying they can do it, mm-hmm. and they had motive to want to do it. Yeah, he was sure. exposing. He had already exposed McChrystal, so he had made a whole bunch of enemies in the military. Yeah. His next big article was going to be an expose on the CIA. Yep. He was a CIA guy saying that's what they can do. There's your fucking motive. Yep. And opportunity. It's ridiculous. Anyways. Uh, so there, there, there's that. It's crazy. I'm, it's, I'm interested to follow Tommy now to see how he goes, what happens to him. Yeah. That's one of those things. You, you watch his name now because uh, you're going to see, oh, uh, crash his car. He's driving yeah. wildly and crash his car or something like that. Or they're going to fucking, you know... The thing is, why don't they just leave the fucking people alone? Because they know that they're they're just not going to stop. He's not going to stop. You know what I mean? He's like, and a, he's hitting on all shit that's right. You know what I mean? He's yeah. hitting on, when, and that's when you know mm-hmm. you've uh, when you're reaching a shit ton of people, and you're you're hitting on everything, and then and okay, for instance, this is this is one of the things that well they. They shut Alex Jones on because he's lying. Do you really believe when, you know what I mean? When somebody says that, I always say, do you, do you actually believe what you just said? 
Do you think because somebody said something that wasn't real that that's why they're actually being censored and, no. and, and shut down? Because I can sit at the fucking corner with a megaphone and yell, you know, uh, 9-11 was an inside job. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I can also go there and say dinosaurs weren't real. Mm-hmm. Now, which one do you think they're going to come over and shut me down for? 9-11. Yeah, they're not going to give a fuck about the guy saying dinosaurs weren't real. Mm-hmm. Well, for one, nobody can prove it, and i am be willing to take the stance that dinosaurs never existed. Uh, even though I could go right down to Burpee Museum and stand outside on their property and do it, and then they'd probably have an issue. Mm-hmm. But I could go uh, a corner of my street and yell, dinosaurs aren't real. Nobody's going to give a fuck. They're going to say, look at that crazy guy. <laughs> oh, it's Chris ha- Chris Anderson. Hey, he's got my haircut. <laughs> they could do- go that route with it, you know. Okay. Or I can go, you know, right downtown and, and sit there and say, uh, you know, start a... The point is... They shut down the people that are saying things that they don't want exposed, mm-hmm. and especially if if it's if it's for one true and you're and you're you're hitting enough ears. Well, that's the only reason you censor. So, yep. uh, you know, now look at, at Alex Jones. He's kicked off everything. There is no social media that guy can be on. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Tommy Robinson's off everything. Laura Loomer. Uh, that Roger Stone. And the list goes on and on and on and on. If they could literally ban Donald Trump, they would. Right. Which to me tells only one thing. They must be speaking the truth. Because mm-hmm. if you want, if, if, if the mainstream media or the establishment or the elite want that, that all banned, then they must be telling the truth. And if you're not banning CNN and if you're not banning all these others, they must be lying. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand how nobody else can seem to see that. Well, because why would, why would the news lie to us? A lot, they're the news. That's where we get all the information. So, yeah, they wouldn't lie to us, ever. That's what people think, dude. Yeah. They just spoon feed everything they're fucking told, and they just drink it up. They drink uh, well, that fucking Kool-Aid. That's the other thing. I don't understand how people just don't see through that, though. How do people not see... That because they always like to use the well, it, it's because it, what he's saying is is so you know he, Sandy Hook he's attacking children and and you know being he's bullying kids with their families and all that because people that okay so if that's what he's doing and and it, what he's saying is fake about Sandy Hook because Sandy Hook was real mm-hmm. according to the, our mainstream our establishment our official story which you and I Dave both know that was one hundred percent bullshit yep. Then why the need to quiet that, let's just say, hypothetically, Sandy Hook really did happen, exactly how they said, Mm -hmm. but I want to say that it didn't. Well, you should all be able to figure out, based on the evidence that the official story proves and shows, that it did happen. So me sitting here over here, a crazy alien guy over here saying... Oh, no, nobody died at Sandy Hook. Okay, so then if I'm saying that, and they have the official story, and then you're like, hey, that fucking weird alien guy said nobody died at Sandy Hook. You know what? I'm going to believe him. Mm-hmm. And and then another person does, another person doesn't. So what they're saying is that that's dangerous now because people are believing 
the fake news that nobody died at Sandy Hook when all these kids died at Sandy Hook. When all you have to do is take four fucking minutes and look into Sandy Hook and you realize instantly that their official story is 100% bullshit. Yep. Think of it this and way that's too. the problem, is yeah. their official story, if it had a fucking ounce of truth behind it, nobody would believe the weird alien guy saying nobody died there. Right. The problem is the weird alien guy's telling you the truth. Hence the reason you have to censor it. Because I don't give a shit that CNN's out there telling all their fake news. You want to know why? Because it's bullshit. Yep. Think of it this way, too. So 9-11 happened. There's, what, we'll say six, seven movies out about 9-11? At least. At least. Mainstream. Fucking ones, yeah. Boston Marathon bombing happened. And there's, what, at least two movies, three movies about that. There's zero movies on Sandy Hook because that's the one they fucked up the most. And they don't want any movies on it because it'll poke so many fucking holes in their story. You know, Boston Marathon, they did it okay enough to the fact that it's, it's believable that it might have happened. So we're gonna, we can send movies out because... Well, you have an inspirational story there in, right. in uh, The Survivor. Right. The right. one guy with the fucking leg and all that that... Yeah, the one who was running know, a marathon with his wife or whatever the fuck That they had fucking shit. three different guys play him at Boston Bruin hockey games yeah. and all that psycho. Like, oh, yeah. So he was the same fucking actor? No, we he's busy. He's booked up. He was, you know, he's on Broadway or something. And they only have so many people with only one leg, apparently. Right, right. <laughs> or you no know. legs or whatever. <laughs> but you know what I mean, though? I mean, they're never, never going to come out with a movie with Sandy Hook because they they're should. too fucking holes. They should they can't, do They can't do it. JFK, there's a, there's a fucking million movies of that one out there yeah. because... That's another one that they I'm did surprised they let, somewhat okay. I'm surprised they let Oliver Stone do the the conspiracy uh, version of the JFK movie. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that's well, probably, he could only do it if he did it their way. Like he had to tell, sell their narrative uh, through kind the book. Of, you know what I mean? Kind I, of. I think they still he but still sold Oliver their Stone's narrative. Oliver Stone's done a lot of movies that kind of expose a lot of shit. In a, in a way, in in more of um, an acceptable way, right, right. which is you know. Th- yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, we need to see your script before we let you do this. You yeah. know what I mean? We'll let you tell your your bullshit narrative right. uh, through the investigation of JFK, but uh, we're not going to let you definitively say that. It, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But yeah, I'd love to see a fucking movie on Sandy Hook. I'd love to. But well, I'd love to see the bullshit story, yeah. how they weave yeah. the bullshit story. Um, it's all just so interesting to me that... You know, and they'll they'll probably never be one of uh, Vegas either. Oh no! And they need there's to do one. On way that one. too much wrong with. The, there's too many holes in that one too. They fucked that one up as much as they fucked up Sandy. Yeah. Hook. Well, they did that documentary on Hulu of it. Yeah. Um, which if you watch that, it's chuck full of all their uh, like body cam from mm-hmm. cops and shit like mm-hmm. that. So my question is: is for the several weeks after? the whole Vegas thing or whatever, uh, when they went back and um, refilmed those shots with Jesus Campos and all that from body cam footage and then inserted that to make it seem like it was that night, mm-hmm. you know, that's... that's <laughs> well, that's why it took so long. I would have so loved to have been on that crew. That's why it took so long, man. You know? <laughs> well, yeah. It, it, they still don't have a motive for that, nope. which it, is insane. Yeah, and that's the other thing too. People, people what? ask me all the time, "How well, do you not know the motive? How, how, how could they do Sandy Hook? How there's so many people? Yeah, <laughs> that's compartmentalization, always, man. That's always the big thing. Well, there's be so many people involved in 9/11 that how would you do that? 
okay. Um, were you specifically involved, Dave, with uh, the tearing down of the Essex building in Rockford? No, I was not. Okay, well, you know what? That was, was able to be torn down without your approval, Dave. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know I, that. I mean, just so many people are involved, though. Yeah, it's impossible yeah. that building could be torn down with, without your specific approval. Right. I know I'm being ridiculous yeah, no, right no, now no, for explaining this to dumb fucking people out there right. that like to say these things. But believe it or not, if you pay people enough and threaten them enough, you can get just about anybody to do just about anything. Mm-hmm. And and if you're involved in what you find out, like, so here's the other thing. One, compartmentalization. So you don't know the full picture yeah, here. No you A&B. worked on putting wires in an elevator shaft inside the World Trade Center towers two months before they got fucking tore down by airplanes, Mm -hmm. okay? You didn't know that you were putting the wires there so that another crew could come in behind you, a crew of three or four or five people that were putting bombs there knowing exactly what was going to happen and who are probably dead right now. Yeah, they, they were probably were murdered immediately after putting them there. They were told we're going to tear down the Twin Towers to rebuild them in a different thing because they're old now and they're out of spec or some bullshit. Or they got black and t- mold. Two, That's what they were told. They were told they were bringing it down, but there's for people different reasons. that work in black operations that know things yep. that they're not supposed to know, and they are either so blackmailable mm-hmm. or they're so... Uh, Bottable. <laughs> well, they, they're, they've, Purchasable, I guess. They're basically like, uh, you can... These people can be, I'm trying to figure out the easiest way to explain this. Um, people can be pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. And you can be a piece of shit and know you're doing evil shit. Okay, so clearly there's pedophiles out there who know that what they're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, they know going to that playground and grabbing that eight-year-old and taking that eight-year-old and tying the eight-year-old up in a basement and then going in there and raping that eight-year-old, you can't honestly believe that, oh, yeah, I'm going to heaven when it's all said and done. It's yeah. it's not yeah, going to happen. This is God's so there world. are evil fucking people out there, and there are people that can be involved in these operations, hence 9-11, hence the, I mean, all these fucking false flags and shit like that. There's people that know what they're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. But they're also not going to go out and say, well, I'm going to, I feel bad now, I'm going to expose it. And then there are people that have deathbed confessions that, you know, uh, like that E. Howard Hunt that said, yeah, he was part of that crew that was shot JFK on his deathbed. That's what he said. Okay. So, yeah, some people do come around, but there's other people that are just pieces of shit that they don't come clean with shit that they've done. And they're not going to because, for one, this is how they're making their money. Mm -hmm. And they don't give a fuck. They either don't believe that there's anything else to go to after this life or, you know, whatever their motivation is. They're just bad people. And that's what they like to find. They find those bad people. You don't even have to blackmail them because they know these people aren't ever going to. Yeah, they, they, look at Hillary Clinton for Christ's yeah, sake. Yeah, they find them there. It's all their psyche valve from the military. They, they all take a certain. Out. Yeah, they take a certain fucking psyche valve to get in, and they get scored a certain way. And if you score a high enough number to say, yeah, you have no moral compass, you literally would kill your fucking dad if you wanted to for no reason other than that's a paycheck. Then they're like, yeah, yeah, come over here. We're going to teach you how to yeah. do this shit. And yeah. and then they'll test them out through other operations and yep. realize, yeah, this guy will pretty much do anything. And then they bring him over here and, and offer them a lucrative deal. Mm-hmm. And that's now you've created a team of these fucking people that will go do these things, and it doesn't matter. 
Yeah. It's kind of like the Suicide Squad movie, but in real life, in a way. Yeah. You know what I mean? They find these fucking crazy guys that don't give a shit about killing anybody. They hire them, hire them to do a fucking job. They pay them a shit ton of money. They do it and fucking they move on. They all separate, do their own thing. And that's reality. And there's no if, hands, or buts about it. This shit exists. So, mm. well, how could you do 9-11? There's too many people. No, it's very easy to do 9-11. And, and you, you can have a 1,000 people involved. Just like you can have 30,000 people involved in making the atomic bomb. Yep. And none of them none knew of them, yeah. what the fuck they were doing except two people at the top. Mm-hmm. It's very, very simple to do major events like this. Right. Especially when you have the cover of a fucking vice president and the entire military, hence 9-11, mm-hmm. funded by Saudi Arabia, and so on and so forth. So, was Michael Hastings killed in a fucking car crash? Yes, 100%. And it was remote-controlled. His car was overtaken and probably blown. There's probably an explosive under his car, too. That's my guess, because the fucking engine was so far away. Yeah. Behind him. Uh, and Tommy Robinson's probably... He's the next one to do. He needs to watch himself, because he's... He's hitting on things. Same thing with Alex Jones, though. Donald Trump. I mean, JFK. They did it to him. Mm-hmm. I think they're scared to do it to him. He's got some kind of backup file. If he gets killed, this is like everything's going to get released. Switch. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. That's probably why he's still alive right now. Yep. To be completely honest, there's that's probably why Alex Jones is still alive. It's probably why Donald Trump is still alive. There's probably. That's the reason why so many people that they normally, if Hillary would had become president, Alex Jones would be dead right now. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump probably would still be too, but uh, I think he's in more of a position where it would be worse for them if they killed him. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Alex Jones than if they didn't. Right. But the problem is, like, we haven't reached that point yet where they're so desperate they have no other choice and i'm sure we'll get there and, they'll and be we're there. headed there yeah i know i'm saying we're definitely it, headed definitely there. definitely gonna be because somebody later. is going to have to go to prison for everything they've done since trump got elected not to mention all the crimes that happened in obama's term mm-hmm. and bush's term i mean you can keep going back president there's been so much corruption since oh, yeah. since probably w George W. Who was he for W? Or uh, H.W., I mean. Who was he for him? Uh, was, it, was it Reagan? Was it Reagan and then Papa Bush? I don't remember. It was It was, It was. was uh, before Reagan, it was Carter, right? Carter, yeah. Reagan, H.W., Clinton, W., Obama, Trump. Okay. There's your... So, so yeah, going back Reagan. to, I would say at least, well, you could say Reagan was corrupt, but, I mean, what was Carter was just stupid, and then who was before him? Um... Eisenhower? No. No, 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 no. It was. I don't uh, know why presidents. Made. Anyways, uh, we'll go back as far as Carter because that's the ones we for, we can for sure remember. I forget who it was right before. Don't, didn't him. you have a fucking president thing? We're yeah, <laughs> it's, it was a ruler, and I put it away because uh-huh. we didn't talk about presidents that often. Uh-huh. Anyways, point is, you, the corruption's so fucking deep, and the deep state started way. Even before probably yeah. Carter and whoever was before the fucking hell. Well, it was on the seventh day, God rested and he created the deep state. That's how far along it's been. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's gone <laughs> that far, but uh, the point is that this whole thing's fucked. And, uh, Very you know, so. we've been doing Think Tank for how long? We've covered so much. and uh, We're barely scratching the surface. We're barely right? scratching the surface, but we are getting confirmation slow but sure that we're right. 
on everything. Yeah. Uh, and then one last thing before we go, um, which I thought was really funny. Uh, you know, Obama has that stepbrother or half brother that. Uh, you remember I was telling you about the. Like, this is a legit thing. His his half brother, that Malik Obama. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah I remember that. He now. was I forget where he was in fucking like Kenya or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah. Uh, who was he's always had the Make America Great Again hat mm-hmm. and all the pictures. Well, he just tweeted out yesterday, real time. Um, is Michelle Michael? <laughs> really? Question mark. And it's like, oh. that's pretty awesome. His old brother's fucking calling him out on his. Husband, wife, or whatever the fuck yeah, Michelle is, yeah. uh, which to me is the most silly thing ever that they're still pretending like Michelle's a female. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the other interesting thing about this whole elite. They tell you everything they're doing without telling you what, well, they're telling you what they're doing. It's just people are too dumb to fucking see it. Right. Tell me why else this bitch or this guy, whatever the fuck Michelle Michael is, yeah. would this, write a book called Poofter. <laughs> becoming Michelle. Well, because you have to write a book called Becoming Michelle because you were born Michael Robinson and you became Michelle. Hence the reason you'd write a book called Becoming Michelle. But nobody sees it like that. No, they're telling you yeah. what is happening here. They're not going to spell it out in the fucking book. They just told you in the title. Yep. For Christ's sakes. It's so ridiculous to me. And And then you have Barack Obama's own brother, Tweeting out, is Michelle Michael? That's so awesome. I'm so glad he did um, that. And then, uh, and then the other interesting thing I came across is if you go, and anybody can do this for, for themselves. If you don't believe the whole Obama brother tweet, you just go Twitter and find it. It's there. Um, the other thing you can do is uh, you can go pull up uh, Michelle Obama, as she calls herself. Mm-hmm. Um you can use her maiden name. Good luck finding that. And uh, go pull that up uh, for birth certificate on uh, on the Internet. You can search in Chicago. She was born in Chicago, Illinois on January. I forget the exact date. Uh, I have the screenshot on my phone. But anyways, uh, you pull up her, her birth date, her name. It doesn't show you the birth certificate, but it tells you if there is one or not. Mm-hmm. You pull up her name, there's nothing there. If you pull up Michael Robinson, her birth date in Chicago, Illinois, one shows up. Once again, it's very clear who the fuck she is, who the fuck she was. She is a man Mm -hmm. that is a woman. So we've technically had the president and first man. So does that make Barry the first black and gay president then? It'd have to. Yeah. Which is an interesting thing is, why not run with that? Yeah. Get the gay <laughs> it's votes. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. We, we've already had a gay president. We probably had at some point. You know what I mean? In mm-hmm. the past. I don't know, you know, which fairy winkle president in the past we've had. Taft. It, it could have been, maybe. And I don't know. <laughs> Taft looked pretty <laughs> He's a big dude. <laughs> but I'm sure we've had a gay president already. Probably. Probably. But uh, who knows? Either way, it's also interesting, and I don't know how we ended up on Michelle Obama, but um, she is a he, and uh, Jeremy hard-pressed to convince me otherwise. So yeah, I'll never never agree either. 
anyways, I guess that'll be where this one wraps up. So until next time, Dave. Thank you for having me. Look how I'm geeking up. I'm so pretty. I'm on Gucci. I'm so pretty. I'm on Giddy. Watch me move. This is Sully. That's a tool. On my Kodak. Please subscribe to the D2R Podcast Network on iTunes and don't forget to rate and review while you're there. You can also download the Stitcher and Podbean app to your device for free and search D2R Podcast Network and subscribe. If you enjoy listening to the shows on the D2R Podcast Network, then spread the word to everyone you know. Your word of mouth is our best advertising method and we appreciate your support. Thanks for listening. America, I just checked my follow and listen. You motherfuckers owe me.
Question, comment, or concern? 872-242-8311. Or maybe you'd just like to hear your voice instead of ours. 872-242-8311. Then call the D2R Podcast Network hotline at USA Chat 311. That's 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. No matter the time or day, you can call 24-7 and operators will be standing by. 872-242-8311. Your call is important to us. 872-242-8311. So once again, USA Chat 311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. 872-242-8311. everyone check out all the great deals on amazon by first going to d2rpn.com and clicking the amazon banner by doing so you're helping out the d2r podcast network don't forget to tell a friend and thanks for listening